Hey there. Yeah. How's it going? I know it's been quite a while since I've had any new episodes, but I've been designing and creating and thinking and rethinking and writing and rewriting until I finally settled on what it is that I really, really want to share with the world. And it is about the power to be. The power to be is creating a lifestyle that is authentically, beautifully, and unapologetically your life and how you want it to be. It's filled with your purpose and your power. So let's talk about it. So how do you start designing your power? Well, first you're gonna have a purpose, right? So in a quiet, in the quiet and still of the early morning is where I find my experience with God in the most intimate place in my spirit. This is where my assignment begins for the journey of a new day. So find your space where you can receive your assignment for your daily journey. And as each new day unfolds, you'll soon be aligned and living in your power and purpose. So power, how to define it and how to ignite it. P, push past the procrastination. O, organize and prioritize. W, weed out the distractions. E, evaluate every obstacle for an opportunity. And R, rewrite your narrative as often as you need to. So let's talk about P. The first P, in power, pushing past procrastination. We all procrastinate, I know I do, on a regular basis. And some days I'm better than others. So what I do some days to push through and, and be conscious about it and be dedicated and consistent to myself so that I am pushing through the procrastination because it's easy to just procrastinate and fart around and you know, start doing one thing when you should be doing something else. So <clears throat> I kind of jotted down a few things uh, that might help and which do help me when I'm, when I'm focused, but hopefully this will help you too. So pushing past your procrastination, make a list. It can be a long or short list. It's your list. Do what you want to do with it. Don't overwhelm yourself. My list always consists of 12 goals one for each month. Yours may be for the month. Four goals, one for each week. Whether large or small of a goal, just put it on your list as they come to mind. There's no rhyme or reason, there's no order. And what you'll start to do is from that list, you're gonna rank each goal with a number. So you go through and you rank those 12 items, four items, six items, whatever it is that your goal is or whatever it is that it creates your list, it's your list, but just rank them. Um, so until you have a number next to each goal, right? Then list each goal in priority order, starting with the goal that's number one through whatever number of goals you have set for yourself. So if you have one goal a month, then you should have 12 items on your list and you're gonna rank them from one through 12. Determine the level of completion. Is it immediate? Is it short-term, long-term, ongoing? Then what you're gonna do is you're gonna group the levels of completion together. And then you're gonna re-rank the level of the groupings, right? 
And this way, you're, you're starting to put things in order. So you're going to assign a time frame. You're going to date each goal in the grouping, which shows when you plan to complete the goal. You're going to use a start and an end date, or you can just use an end date on when you plan to have your goal completed. So that's the P, right? This is going to help you jumpstart pushing past your procrastination because now you've committed to yourself. You've committed to yourself to this goal and to this deadline. And now you have to stay the course. You have to stay dedicated and, and, and consistent with yourself. These are promises you make yourself. And who wants to break a promise to themselves? We already have enough going on in the world where promises get broken to us on a regular basis. We don't want to break promises to ourselves, right? So let's talk about organization. Organize your thought. This is the O in power. So we've got our P, we've got our O. Organize. Organize your thoughts. Clear the clutter from your mind. I know sometimes it's hard to do, but sometimes you just have to sit still and just breathe and learn how to clear the clutter from your mind. Create a space which allows clarity to usher into your creativity. That's important. Clarity to usher in your creativity. You cannot be creative in a clutter buster or in a cluttered space. So once you create this space, you're going to go to this space when you need to embark on marking off those items as they are completed, right? So as you begin to mark off the items as completed, it's okay to reorder, reorganize them, re-rank them, rewrite them. It's your list. It's your list. Do with it what you will, but stay dedicated and consistent to completing the tasks that you set on that list and that you pick from on that list. If you need to re-rank it, re-rank it. That's fine. All right? W, weed out your distractions. Write down what your distractions are. We know what they are. Write them down. And if you don't know, then you need to really sit still and understand when you shift from one thing to another. What are your distractions? Starve the distractions, right? Starving your distractions mean you have to block out time for your focus. And no matter what else is going on around you, no matter what else can distract you, a big distraction is our phone. Turn it on silent, turn it face down, put it in another room, put it in a drawer for an hour, right? So that you can block and starve your distractions because that will allow you to feed your focus. So block out time for your focus. One hour a day, one hour out of 24 hours, you need to starve your distractions and feed your focus. I don't care if it's exercising, if it's reading, if it's just sitting still, if it's reorganizing your goal list, starve your distraction, whatever your distraction is. If your main distraction is your phone, starve it. I'm sure the phone will survive. Whatever it is, starve it for one hour. That's 60 minutes, okay? Unfriend, unfollow, block, remove in real life those which no longer serve your goal. Those things that which no longer serve your goal, you're going to unfriend it, unfollow it, block it, remove it in real life. 
If it does not serve your goal, it does not need to be included in your life. Shut down and shut out to do what needs to be done to get rid of the distractions. So if that means getting up an extra hour early because it's quiet in your house and you can move a little and you can shut down and you can shut out the world because it's really quiet at like four or five o'clock in the morning, that one hour makes a difference because you don't have the distractions of the world. Um, or right between that time when the sun comes up, it's really peaceful, nothing's really moving. And you can sit and, and be still and take out a pen and piece of paper or a journal or whatever it is that you need to do and write down what you need to get done. You need to weed out those distractions. Google how to weed out distractions. Make it work for you. This is just something that I'm sharing that I've Im implemented into my life. And I just want to share it with the world. E, every obstacle that you come across provides an opportunity. It provides you an opportunity to learn. It provides you an opportunity to create an opportunity, right? So look for an opportunity in the obstacles. How can you make something better? Ask, what has this adversity come to teach me when adversity is coming to your life? Sometimes you, we just blow it off and we go through it and we move through it, but sitting and asking what come what what was this adversity for what did it come to teach me what did i learn what opportunity can come out of this obstacle sometimes it's just knowing not to do something again and then ask how can i make this situation positive and prosperous because there's always opportunity in the obstacle you just have to sit and look and ask you know sit and ask god in the universe or or whoever you feel you get your energy from, whoever you feel you get your answers from, because it's different for everyone. For me, it's God. So I always ask God, how can I make this situation positive and prosperous? And a lot of times it's about changing who you are and how you respond to certain situations and how you take that obstacle and create it into an opportunity. And most likely it's an opportunity to learn about who you are and how you um, interact with the adversities that come your way, right? I choose not to let anyone steal my joy. So no matter what comes upon me during the course of the day, I don't hold on to it. I let my joy overpower. I move through the adversity and then I let my joy take me through the rest of the day. I don't hang on to it. I don't let it make my day bad. I don't even say I have a bad day. It's just a bad experience in that moment, right? So every obstacle provides an opportunity. The R in power. Rewrite your narrative. Every day is a new day. And it's okay to have to um, rewrite your narrative or create a new narrative as often as you need to, as long as it's positive and represents how you want to show up for yourself in that day. So when I want to show up in my day about what needs to be done for me, I sit still, I remain quiet, and I pick a word that allows me to show up in the day that way. And then when I get some adversities, I, I draw back on that word.
Okay, so now that I have given you the, or now that I've shared with you the power breakdown and how to ignite your power, let's just do a little recap. You're going to P, push past your procrastination. O, you're gonna organize. W, you're going to weed out the distractions. E, you are going to evaluate every obstacle for an opportunity. And R, you're going to rewrite your narrative as many times as it takes. Sometimes you have to rewrite your narrative just like you redo your to-do list, um, but rewrite your narrative. So once we have all of that in place, and it's an everyday practice, um, you may not get it right every day, <clears throat> um, then you're going to praise, prosper, and propel. So let me break that down for you. Praise. So once you've prayed on it, now you've got to add some praise to that prayer. That's when you'll experience the shift. The walls and the mountains will begin to move once you assign some praise to your prayer. So you pray and then you praise about what you prayed for. That's how you will start to see the shift begin. It may not happen in that moment. It may not happen the next day, but as long as you continue to pray and praise, you will begin to feel a shift and you will, you will begin to see that prayer activate, all right? Now let's move on to prospering. Trusting God means living without fear and allowing your faith to lead the way. Handing everything over to God is how you begin to experience a life of prosperity. Even when it feels uncomfortable and you think there's no way out, you can only prosper when you take your hands off of it, right? So we always hear this term, give it to God, give it to God, give it to God. And we give it to God and then you worry about it. Then you question it. Then you still hold on to it. You know, you still wrestle with it. You still toss and turn about it. Giving something to God tells God, God, this is too big for me. This is not my job. This is your job. I'm turning it over to you because I am not equipped or qualified to handle it and work it out. You take it, get it off of me and handle it and I will follow your lead. That's how you begin to prosper, right? Trusting God, living without fear. And it is a practice. It is a complete practice of dedication and commitment to yourself. Everything you do, you must lead with your faith, right? Faith. I once read a saying that said, faith means forwarding all things to heaven, right? I think that's it, faith, F-A-I-T-H, forwarding all, I don't know what the I means, but forwarding all things to heaven, right? And that's how you lead your life. You walk in faith. You believe the things you don't see just yet until they start to manifest. That's how you begin to prosper because then now you are being led 
versus you trying to lead yourself. You are being led by spirit. You'll be led, being led by God because God is spirit. And you trust that because everything you've gone through and everything you've gotten through, it was not on your own accord. Trust and believe it is not on your own accord. All right. Um, and then propel. Empty yourself so you can be filled with God's will for you. Fasting and praying and being quiet, um, sacrifice, which results in God moving boldly in your life, it will propel your faith to an entirely different level. So if you empty yourself, right, you give all everything to God, you just do a brain dump, you do a heart dump, you do a soul dump, you do a spirit dump, you just empty it all out to God. And you say, Lord God, this is everything that I have and I'm giving it to you because you want to have God's will in your life, right? You can fast and you can pray. Um, you can be quiet in your sacrifice and then God begins to show up and start moving boldly. But you also have to use your spiritual eyes to see when God is moving in your life, even for the small, small, small things, right? Even for, you know, being able to move through something that was, you know, an obstacle. Just think about driving on a highway and you get caught in a traffic jam, right? When I look at a traffic jam, although it can be an annoyance, I don't look at it as an annoyance anymore. I look at it as God has slowed me down for a reason. God has brought me to a stop for a reason because what is ahead of me may put me in danger or may put me in harm's way or something needed to pass by that I didn't need to be a part of. So I look at it from that capacity. So you have to, that's what changing your narrative is about too. You know, finding um, the opportunity and obstacles, right? When an obstacle is placed in your way, it doesn't even have to be a tangible ob obstacle. It can be something, you know, that is hindering you from doing something else. So you have to find the opportunity. You have to change your narrative so that you can move through that process. So you can empty yourself so you can be filled you know, with, with God's will for you. All right. That's how you begin to design your power. That's how you begin to, you know, move through your power and, and become the power to be the power to be who you are meant to be, um, in God's will. Right. So I'm going to leave you with this part. This is the last thing. And then the next time I'll start to go through, you know, from A to Z, the power to be. And we'll walk through that process. So infuse power into your purpose and reap prosperity of immeasurable possibility. Do it in faith, even when it doesn't make sense. Okay. I'll repeat that and listen very closely. Infuse power into your purpose and reap prosperity of immeasurable possibility. Do it in faith, even when it doesn't make sense. Because there will be times when you have no other choice but to do something in faith, even when it does not make sense to you. And it is a practice, an everyday practice. Lord, I trust you. Lord, I have faith. It's not making sense to me, 
but I have faith that whatever it is that's going to be done, it's going to be done, period. All right? Um, and I'm going to leave you with just um, practice, practice this. Two things, dedication and commitment to yourself. We dedicate ourselves to our work. We commit ourselves to our jobs and our career. Dedication and commitment to yourself is your self-care. It's a self-care practice. Um, so that's part of designing your power, you know, and, and starting to build your power to be is dedication and commitment to yourself. Do what you say you're going to do for yourself. If you want to walk 10,000 steps a day, commit and dedicate yourself to doing that. If you want to start to eat healthy, that's a whole nother topic. We'll get into that later. But right now we want to start building your power, the power of self, the power of dedication, the power of commitment to self, the power to be, the power to be. All right. I'm going to end this segment. I'm going to say thank you for listening. Let's get crystal clear vision on the power to be. We've got our power. We start designing our power by and igniting our power, pushing past the procrastination, organize, weed out your distraction, evaluate every obstacle for an opportunity, and rewrite your narrative. Once you start using that power and, and walking in that kind of power and increasing your faith and making your list and, and sticking to it, even if it's just one thing on your list, it's a list, right? Um, and, and sticking to it and, and, until you start to see things shift and move for yourself. And remember, it's okay. Every day is a new day. So it's okay to have a new narrative for that day. Okay. Because what you had as your narrative yesterday may not work for your narrative for what your day is today or how you want to show up in the world. That word may change from day to day. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you for wanting to be crystal clear in your vision, in your life for yourself. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for starting this process and this journey um, with me and the power to be. Peace and blessings.